Yo, 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 this is the podcast Let's Talk More Do. I'm your host, Lamar Griffin. And today on the show, we have a very, very special guest. We are in Union Station right now. So if you guys hear like random background noise and people, just know that we're in Union Station. If you've never been to Denver, Union Station is really cool. It's a cool place to chill. Uh, Jordan, I'll let you introduce yourself because, yeah, you're just awesome. <laughs> well, I got to say, this isn't your music that you picked here in Union Station. It's very mellow. It's like about to put me to we sleep. We would definitely put, pick different music if we had the choice. Definitely, but it's definitely. so nice today, so it's nice to be in here. Um, I'm Jordan Angeli. I'm here from Colorado. Um, I grew up in Lakewood playing soccer uh, with a club team there called the Colorado Rush and knew at a young age that I wanted to be a professional soccer player and a lot of that had to do with the 1999 World Cup and seeing those Shout women the World Cup women right <laughs> boss on the field in 99 and win uh, the trophy that year and I was 13 years old and that's a pretty like a stage in your life where you like start to really form of like who, who you, you want to be yeah definitely and so I think soccer gave me a lot of self-confidence and it allowed me to feel like I could get better at something and so I knew that that's what I wanted to do and I put my head down and went to work and that took me from here in Colorado I went and played at Santa Clara University in California which uh, top 10 school the yeah. whole time I was there I got okay. to play in a final four wow um, which was great, and the, but I had multiple injuries when I played in Santa Clara, so I tore my ACL twice within a year ah. between my junior and senior year, um, my left ACL uh, multiple ways, and then I knew um, even after that second one, I would figure out a way to come back and, and right. get back to playing, and I did. I ended up playing uh, my final sixth season at Santa Clara, Got drafted into WPS and went and played for the Boston Breakers for two years. And during that time, I was surrounded by, like, these all-time greats. Like, talk about the 99ers. Christine Lilly was on my team, who was wow. someone that I, like, looked up to. Legends. I had Yeah, I had Lauren Holiday and Kelly Smith and Alex Scott and Leslie Osborne, all these national team players who were so good and um, allowed me to rise to the occasion, right. you know, and kind of show what I could do. So I ended up being the leading rookie goal scorer and – Got to play with the national team the next year, and unfortunately, my second season playing pro got cut short. I tore my ACL for the third time uh. in my first game of the WPS season there in 2011, and um, yeah, it's been a long road since then. I got back journey. to playing again a couple for a couple years in the current league, which is called NWSL. But um, beyond that, I've found that those hardships have allowed me to like find other things in my life that I'm passionate about and to use them in a positive way. So I've uh, created a company called the ACL Club and I help people okay. through the mental side of ACL injury re rehab. And then I also have really dove into broadcasting and kind of am a little like jack of all trades with that because you, I'm you like, really I just like want to do it all and I want to <laughs> stay in soccer and that has been like my thing to do. Why so. can't you? You should be able to. Right. So let's jump right into, what, so everyone on this podcast, Jordan is just, like, when she says she's a jack-of-all-trades, I think that's my, like, my tag on Twitter. Like, it just, like, it's Lamar Griffin, jack-of-all-trades. You are, so, too. So, like, when Jordan says that, she literally is. So we're going to bounce around a lot of different things. Kay. So first, tell the people about your podcast, and then I'm going to backtrack yeah. to about, like, how you became a pro and, like, what it cool. took to get there. But let's talk about your podcast Yeah, first. so I have a podcast called Show Your Scars, and with... ACL rehab, one of the things I started to notice is that our scars like are just an outward 
replication of what's happening in word, right? They, okay. they, they get, we get wounded, we heal, and then they become a mark on us. And I was like, oh, this is kind of what's happening within us too, like in right. our minds and our hearts and our souls. And I felt like those stories are things to be told and not to be hidden not as be well as, in. yeah, as well as the scars that are on your body. So uh, when you tear your ACL, you get this gnarly scar on the front of your knee. And I started feeling really connected to people who had that same scar. I could see someone right now in Union Station who has that same scar and I could think, I know what you've been Which through. Is, yeah. A little piece of your life, and other, with, uh, which otherwise I wouldn't have any idea of who you were. Right. And so I just wanted to tell those stories. And there's so many stories of people who either make it to, you know, the highest level of sports or use that that hurt and that pain through the injury to learn things about themselves to then go and excel in whatever they may be doing next. So I really wanted to show that, yes, we're not, we're not choosing to, to get injured. We're not, you know, we don't want to become a member of the ACL club, but what have we learned in the process that has allowed us to really excel going forward? So that's what this, the podcast is about. And it's been so fun. Like, you know, talking to people and hearing their stories and getting a little taste of, you know how they got to where they like are is so amazing so i was listening to one on the way over here i'm trying to figure out who it was i was i listened to all of them but i was listening to one in particular uh aaron uh mcleod yep yep so wow, she, she right? said something that was so so it just made so much sense she, she was saying that when you're rehabbing the only person that motivates you and pushes you is you and like, i mean i'm just listening to the whole podcast and i was like i mean i've never had a serious injury i played college football i played high school football but I've never had a serious injury where where you have to test yourself and you know dig deep within to like listen to your podcast and all the people like how it like how is that like just when it hurts like it seems so true like when you get hurt you have to push yourself to come back to where you were and to be great like I mean just to name a few right now like off the top of my head Tim Patrick for the Broncos uh, Bradley Chubb just got hurt uh, the first yeah. round draft pick in the NBA Zion, we just yeah. heard that he's out like I mean there's just injuries are something that's going to happen in sports but I mean especially it's, at your level too yeah. you, you're a pro so talking to you Jordan's a former professional player she works with professional players oh, like it's such a different space you're in a different elite space like how is that like how do you it's work through it it's really interesting right because we grow up you were a football player I was a soccer player different kind of football right. but we are surrounded our whole athletic careers by other people. And we have this team that has been built around us where like, hey, if, I, if I'm if i lacking a little bit, they're gonna fill that gap, right? right definitely. And I think that's one of the most difficult parts of when you do get injured is you're by yourself right. and you're isolated and you feel very isolated. Right. And it's really hard to explain because even when you're with your team, it's not the same when you're standing on the sideline cheering them on as when you're sweating and, uh, tackling and doing all the things on the field and, and cheering them on on the field. So how do you manage even just that lack of being around a team? It's really difficult, but then you have to dig deep and say, okay, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. You know, this is why I'm deciding to do everything I can to get back to the level I want to be is because like that makes, that brings joy right. to my, my soul, like right? My that life. brings joy to my life. And it's hard. I can't sit here and say that it's, it's easy and I have all the answers, but I think what's really interesting about injuries is they allow you, like I have some shirts that say warrior on it, but warriors upside down. So when okay. you look down on your chest, you are the one that reads it, not the person that's standing in I front need of one you. Of those. Yeah, you do. I, I'll get you one. 
So, and I, I made that for a reason because in this process, your head is going to drop, right? It has You're going to gonna feel defeated. I mean, and you, yeah. yeah, you feel defeated and your head drops. And you look down at your chest and you remember that you're a warrior. Like what's inside you, the strength that's inside you is just waiting to be tapped into. Right. It is, it's there, it's in you, <laughs> it's in your daughter, it's in all these people that are here. Uh, it is just it. like waiting to be tapped into. And unfortunately, like sometimes that means like something tragic has to happen. Right. And I look at the these injuries that happened to me and that happened to people. Um, yeah, I mourn what it was, what we, what we lost. I mourn that, right. I do. Like. Of but then I also appreciate what an opportunity it is to learn that about yourself. Right. Because some people don't don't ever understand or tap into that you strength. Can't. I mean, I, like, I'm one. Like, I mean, I, I know sports. I, I work with people at the most elite le at a level. But I've never been hurt where I had to figure out and get back to that level. I mean, you and, like, big superstars that get hurt, it's like, I mean, Kobe tore, well, he tore his Achilles and like yeah. stayed in the game and then came back. From, I mean, it's just like some people's yeah. mental is so different than other people, which is, you know, right. not a good or bad thing, but it just depends. Oh, on we're a little are. crazy, too. Right. Like, <laughs> I'm like, you say Kobe, like, dude, I, it, the reason I called it Show Your Scars is because, you know, right now as I'm building it, I do talk to people that are mostly ACL injuries, but um, I've talked to people with concussions. Right. I've talked, I want to talk to Kobe. I want to talk to Lindsey Vaughn. I've had doctor, yeah. you know, it's like, it's how do I almost, if you feel like you're in this process of recovery and you don't have that team around you, let me build a team for you. Let I me like give that. you people to feel connected with because there are people going through the same injury or similar feelings with an injury that um, you actually really aren't alone. We just have to feel find that connection. And that's what I hope the ACL Club is and Show Your Scars podcast is. I love it. So you guys make sure you check out the Show Your Scars podcast. I will have a link in my show note to that. Like I said, we're going to keep bouncing around. You guys got to stay with me on this podcast because having Jordan here, she does so many things. She's in so many different <laughs> countries. So just this time with her is valuable. You touched on something about my daughter, so I'm going to jump to that. Yes. Women, I am a, I was raised by my mom, my grandma, my aunt, and then my granddaddy, but he passed away. But so pretty much I was raised by women. Yeah. So that's been a big, big thing for me my whole life. Uh, Tiffany Hayes, she's a WNBA player who I work with now. She was like one of my first like true heroes and everyone always like looks at me kind of different when I say that. And it's like, just cause she was a woman that had nothing to do with it. She was from our city. She went to play basketball at UConn, won a national championship yeah. of course. Then she went to the WNBA. She's still in the WNBA, played for Team USA. And it's just like, I have a daughter. We're sitting, me and Jordan sitting here with my daughter. It's like, what do we need to do for the women's game? I mean, it's just across the board, I think in everything. And people are like, well, we're getting further. I mean, we kind of are, but then we're kind of not. Like yeah. soccer, women's basketball, women's softball, women's gymnastics. I mean, there's so many things that need to be right. I would need sure. to be fixed. Yeah, that's a humongous question. And so many answers to that uh, come yeah, to my head right, yeah. right away. Um, but I think you, you hit the nail on the head is when you were saying like, when it changes from just like women looking up to women or like when I was growing up, like I loved Michael Jordan, like right. he was the dude. Right. Um, and until I watched the women's world cup and that became a reality to me. And then I was like, Julie Foudy, that's my do. girl. Yep. Like I want to be her. So that shifted it. But now I'm seeing like being a part of, I, I was a, a small part of the U S women's national team this summer, really capturing the fan experience. Right. You, you and, were the focal for that. I mean, and it, I, I want to jump in real quick for people that didn't see Jordan. Like you were, you're so knowledgeable about the game, having played the game, being a pro, being over there with them. Like you brought an experience in broadcasting that was so unique because 
You, I mean, not, there's broadcasters that don't play the sport there, and they're fantastic. But you are fantastic, and you play the sport. So being over there with them, it was cool to see you over there. <laughs> Thank you. I really appreciate that. And I was like a super fan girl. Like I brought my experience <laughs> of the game, but I also like got to live what it was like to be a, f a family member. Right. Like I had so many girls say, "Thanks for getting that video of my parents. I've never seen them celebrate a goal of mine." That's cool. Cause um, no one, no one ever thinks of those type of things. And you were like, "If I had," I someone, cried. I was like, "Wow." For me, like that just made that person's life like significantly different. So much more better. Um, yeah, like Kristen Press lost her mother at the beginning of the year and she scored a humongous goal in the semifinal. And I got a video of her dad celebrating and it That's like amazing. brings tears to my eyes just how powerful that was for her. That and moment. I know what, yeah, and for all of them to have that memory with them um, is cool. So. I yeah, it. I think going back to the the women in sports is it is this too. You know, it's talking about it. It's yeah. saying my my role model is this person. It's taking the I think we all just have to take ownership of it. Definitely. Like I I do as much as I can to like help promote people that I know are doing big things in the women's game. Like right. I this is like one of my pet peeves because okay. I think that <laughs> people that have power on like socially right and power is a, a, a strong word i wouldn't I, say I that influence, yeah, influence on on social um to retweet something mine like as opposed to liking something right. is is the same amount of work that's true it's the same amount of work but the amount of people that can see that retweet if you push that button it can really change lives it can bring light to like different Huge people's issues. stories yeah, that stories. you just don't know like um you know me and you like i i think i've seen a different light in wnba just because of you and that's like wow. it's interesting from my perspective right because i respect those women and i think they're doing amazing but like to see them on a different scale it's the coverage it's it's supporting them in the littlest ways but which right, can become really. big ways definitely so it's all those things and it's totally it's companies right. reaching out and saying hey like we want to be a part of that like right. we want to be a part of these amazing athletes like they're athletes so like i, love I think it. those are there's various answers in there right. but, but like no, no. it really is just like it. it's such a long dialogue that we'd have to yeah. have i mean it's yeah. just yeah we could. but like for example uh nwsl playoffs were this last weekend and, and the weekend coming up this next weekend and I was calling a game on ESPN this weekend nice. and I had promo cards and it didn't it was a women's soccer game and right. I didn't have one promo for NWSL wow I didn't have one promo like it doesn't even like you would think that you would have like five or six, 10 or 12, like very or, or let's bring a bug in and say like because <laughs> one of the games actually going on at the same time ours was let's bring a bug in like hey if you're just coming in from this game like thanks for watching here's what's going on in the nwsl game that's happening right now but like the people that are watching are the ones that you want to keep engaged so um yeah like that i know when i'm calling a game like i have a little bit of influence over the viewers so Definitely. i'm gonna say it i added the promo myself because oh, i was like it's, hey it's espn network i'm gonna just be trades. like the, the i had a promo about sports center and they were like oh we're talking about mlb playoffs we're talking about the Monday Night Football, and I was like, you know what they also should be talking about? NWSL. <laughs> I love it. You you are a smart one, Jordan. You are a smart one. 
All right, well, let's, tell, let's, let's piggyback to that at least finally. I got, the, for the listeners, I'm finally going in order. You're broadcasting. Let's talk about how the transition for you, especially someone as an elite athlete as you were, are, probably still are. You still play? Oof. Do you, are? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> you still, I mean, Jordan just got done working out, so if anyone's watching this on the video, yeah. for all the listeners, we're, we're also taking video. Jordan just got done. <laughs> she just came from the gym, so don't tell me you're still not, like, out there moving. You know, I try to, I try to think I'm athletic. To me, athleticism, a lot of that has to do is, like, quick reaction, like, movements in space. My agility can't be good. Right, right. It just can't be good anymore. I mean, I think, (laughs) you know, I know that if I get out on the field and I I play, I play sporadically. And sometimes... I hit a ball that I'm like, that's pretty nice. <laughs> <laughs> See, you, I about to say, once you're at your level, so how how is that transition? And it seems like your personality, like if you listen to Jordan's podcast, you'll be able to tell her personality. Like, is it the same competitive edge for you when you're broadcasting and like bringing bringing the sports to people, ESPN mm-hmm. across the world, Team USA, mm-hmm. here at home, Colorado Rapids? I'm from Florida, but my daughter is from Denver, so everything Colorado really touches me. Like, yeah. you, you be like – because she's going to be a Colorado fan for everything because this is where she's from. So right. I'm the, the Rapids, like, I need to be a better fan. Like, how does how's all that go into yeah, your mindset? The, the transition has been really interesting and really – it's been fun, to be honest. You know, not to say that fun is always, like, rainbows and butterflies. Right. Like, it's been a grind, too. But Ooh, like, that's the realest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, I like that. I, I don't think that – grind has to be bad though right you know i think like things that are worth it in life are really they they can be challenging definitely and it can really bring out areas in your own personality and your own character that like reveal like what you really want so i have felt like i've i faced some very big challenges in my broadcasting career already and deep down like i just know i know this is what i'm supposed to do okay like i really I felt like it is like a mixture of the two passions that I've always had. Like I didn't tell you before, I before I wanted to be a soccer player, like I wanted to be an actress. Like That's amazing. I wanted to be in front of the camera. I just like just, I love yeah. that aspect. So it's kind of like a mixture of both of them. That's amazing. And so I just feel like that's been like God's calling on my life is like right. you I've given you this personality and this ability to like engage with people. Mm-hmm. I want you to show them and use it with the sport that like you've also made your your living on you know right so the transition was it was really difficult at first because i was really mad at soccer i was mad that i tore my sale three times i was mad that that's the way it ended up that i was with the the national team during a world cup year and i tore my acl again like that is like a lot of pain that i had to work through and so at first when i transitioned straight from playing in the NWSL to working in the SEC for Alabama. I was working for the Alabama women's soccer team okay. and like calling some games for the SEC network plus um, their digital side. Okay. And when I made that transition, I like really had to distance myself from the pro game. Right. And really almost focus more on like the stories of the girls that were playing soccer in Alabama. So I, we did some content around the stories. Okay. That that distance of like, okay, this is about people, not about soccer, allowed me to heal a little bit. A little bit Good. And, um, and understand that really broadcasting is like a form of storytelling. It really is. And so, yeah, I, I went from there and just have like, oh, man. 
you're, I mean, you're email, phone, now. calling, everything. everything. Yeah, yeah, I'm just doing everything I can to like um, find my way into what I know that I'm supposed to do. So like it's it. um, it's led me to here, working right. for the Rapids, and this has been like such a fulfilling year. They've right. been really supportive of me going to the World Cup and um, also going and traveling with them every right. away game. So I called. Um, uh, nearly every game for the Rapids right. this season. And it was just, it really allowed me to like, you know those moments where you're like, you sit in like the awe of what you are like actually capable of doing? I know exactly what you're talking yes. about. Yes. Like, I think it, that opportunity made me realize like, I can call games at the highest level. Right. At the highest level in the world. Yeah. And so I... I'm like kind of sitting in that power right now, personal power saying right. like, Jordan, like you have to strip away all these, these ideas of like, you weren't good enough because you didn't make the national team. You right. weren't good enough because you're not a national team cap player. Like I'm, I'm really working on like pulling all those things away and sitting in the power of like, look at what opportunity you were just given and how you've grown in that. How you took so, it and ran with it. Yeah. I mean, cause so, you could have stopped. I mean, after, I mean, oh. There's days where I could stop right now, <laughs> but, mean, and, but and relating that's the part about it. Yeah. yeah. Relating it back to sports and how, like, um, what I really like about broadcasting is in the competitiveness side. Right. So competitiveness to me, like I always want to get better. Right. I'm not like really competing with, with. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's really me. So one of the things I noticed the other day, so I'm, I've the last two years I've been trying to transition into be a play by play from okay. an analyst role. And it is so hard. Like, play-by-plays play, talk so much. And I can only listen. I clearly like to talk, but, like, <laughs> when you're trying to be the storyteller, it's just a lot to, like, to navigate. So two weeks ago, I called a game as a play-by-play, play, and I left there, and I was so upset. Like, I was like, I'm awful. I'm not good. I'm not doing this well. And the next morning, I luckily had, like, an hour and a half drive to get back to the airport. It was okay. really early in the morning, and I was thinking about it, and I was like, Wow, that feeling that I had was the exact feeling I would get after some games. Like when you didn't play how you thought you could have played up to your to your even standards. If, yes, even if I even if I had played well, there would be certain things that I felt like maybe just didn't go my way. Like there was one pass that I knew if I made it, we would have scored or like we would have had an opportunity on goal or a tackle that went wrong. I don't know, even if it, it it's like I overthought really the how everything went overall in that 90 minutes and it was that exact same feeling that next morning and I was like wow okay Jordan you can navigate this feeling like you've navigated this your whole life this like disappointment of oh I didn't perform well but there has to be things that were good in that performance so I, I tried to take that feeling and say like oh I really appreciate this like this feels like what soccer felt like right. so then this weekend I left and I was like man I just I feel really good like the game I called I felt really good about it and so I'm like okay it's never that high and that low like right. at the end of the day like you're getting better every game you call and it's just soccer like <laughs> at the end of the day yeah but so you just said it it's never that high that low like I have a bracelet on from a brand called Loki and like that's their slogan like never get too high and never get too low like because when you're at your lowest point, it's like you want to be real low. And when you're at your highest point, you want to – the world's – but if you can just stay, like, mm -hmm. remain in that middle, and that's pretty much what you just touched on. And the fact that you got to bounce back and get to do it again and get exactly. better Exactly, yeah, yeah. I love it. And appreciate that, like, okay, some games just aren't – like, this is the long game. 
this is like as far as broadcasting goes it's right. not oh, like i'm done at the end of the yeah, year it's like keep. i have years and years to go so like i have to take each game in stride saying like okay each game there's going to be at least a few things that i feel Couple good hurdles, about yeah. and at least some hurdles and right. things i need to get better at and that's okay that's that comes with it, it comes with the process yeah. of learning, the process of the process yes i love it i love it well my daughter is, is starting to starting to uh have some fun me and jordan are chilling i think she's getting hungry for the <laughs> listeners out there so Tell the people about your podcast and where they can find you and okay. how they can connect with you, your Instagram. Yeah. Give them everything. Okay. Um, I am at Jordangeli on Instagram and Twitter. And that came from a... Um, uh, so it's my, my name. My last two letters are my first name and my first two letters are my last name are the same. So I squished oh. my name together because playing college soccer one of my the guys on the guys team was like you're like a brazil brazilian out there jordangeli <laughs> and so he like tried to give me this brazilian <laughs> name so i've stuck with it hey, and like Giano, it. like it's all you buddy you you <laughs> came up with the the nickname so it's jordangeli on twitter instagram and then show your scars podcast on instagram the acl club on instagram and um, if you know anybody that is going through injury recovery and needs a little bit of help, go ahead and go to theaclclub.com and you can find some more information on um, the recovery course that I've built called The Process. I will and have links to all this. Keep yeah, going, and um, links to those shirts that I got to get Lamar one of. Oh, yeah, perfect. Well, hey, I appreciate you guys listening to the podcast. Like I said, I will have a link to everything that Jordan just said. Please make sure you go check out our podcast. It is it is amazing. You're closing in. I don't want to keep t dragging this out, but you're closing in on 100 episodes. What are you on, like 80 now? Yeah, I'm getting close. So yeah. it, it's been hard in the season. You've so this um, November, December, January, I'm looking to do a lot of podcasts. Okay. So. So, hey, if you are if you know yeah. anyone out there that's been injured or, or affected or needs some help getting through an injury, make sure you head over to Jordan's Instagram. Give her give her a DM. She's pretty good at replying back. I know she gets a lot, but just talk to her. She is a good person. Jordan, thank you so much for coming to Union Station and, and kicking it with us. Lamar, uh, this is awesome. <laughs> this is awesome. I've loved every second of it, and I love what you're doing. So thanks for letting me be a small part of it. Appreciate it. You guys take care. This is the podcast. Let's talk more. Do. Peace.